Hi, Coco. Hi, Serena. And, and welcome back to, to the Take Five Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today, Coco? I am well. How are you? I am also well. <laughs> what is on tap for tonight? We have quite the episode today. Today we are going to be joined by your friend from Mamma Mia on Broadway, Aaron Lazar. You may also know him from uh, the original Broadway production of Light in the Piazza, Lame is on Broadway in 2006, the original Broadway production of Tale of Two Cities, the Broadway revival of A Little Night Music, Last Ship original Broadway production, the TV show Filthy Rich, and much, much more. Much, much more. <laughs> much, much more. Very exciting. I cannot wait to yes. talk to him. In this episode, we are going to have a top five list real quick um, about our um, top five love songs because Aaron is quite the love song balladeer. Good choice. Um, and then after that, we're going to have a quick Games with Coco segment. My favorite <laughs> part! going to Wikipedia! <laughs> I'm going to put their brains to the test. Yikes. So, without further ado... Sit back. Sit back. Relax. Relax. And enjoy. And enjoy. The, the Take Five, five podcast. podcast. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Should Welcome. I talk yet? You should. Yes. Because waving <laughs> cannot be heard. Yes. Or as yes. Felicia Finley likes to say, you cannot hear a smile. If you could, you, I would be so loud right now. I'm smiling. <laughs> I'm smiling quite big. Yes. Welcome to the Take Five podcast. Woohoo! Very nice to have you. Thanks very much. I'm very happy to be here. It's a pleasure to see my uh, my buddy Coco here, who I have not seen in too long. And <laughs> it's been she's, a long time. She is so radiant that it's as if she's in the room, which is true. Thank you. I'm very flattered. And and Serena, it is a pleasure to meet you. It is a pleasure to meet you, too. Yes, we are 100% all in the same room. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Serena, As you can tell by how clear the audio is. How, how old are you, Serena, may I ask? I just lot? turned 17. That is amazing. <laughs> you remind me, you look a little bit like my sister when she was, you know, your age. Oh. Which is an amazing compliment. She is a beautiful woman. But <laughs> Thank uh, you. But my sister uh, is uh, eight years my junior, so it would be bringing me back to memories of uh, about 20 years ago. <laughs> but who's counting? But who's counting? <laughs> um, have, we even, have we even said who we're talking to? Did we say who we were? Did... <laughs> we <laughs> just have not. We just right in. Oh, wait, we just were like... No, don't even say it. Yeah, don't even say it. Make them guess. Just complete random... <laughs> rando Broadway guy we just found. Rando Broadway guy. Just... <laughs> Hashtag hashtag he really needed work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're paying him to be here. <laughs> shall, we, um, shall we try to be official? Yeah, well, we I, I, yeah well, okay. Um, we are joined today by Aaron Lazar. Woohoo! Um, just to list a few things he's been in, I had to cut it down. He was in <laughs> Mamma Mia on Broadway with Coco. Woohoo! Yeah. He was in the original Broadway production of Light in the Piazza. 
Um, he was in Les Mis on Broadway in 2006. He was in the original Broadway production of Tale of Two Cities, the Broadway revival of Little Night Music, which I was very excited about yes. when I heard. Um, he was in the original Broadway production of Last Ship, and he was recently in the TV show Filthy Rich. Yes, and the terrifying thing about all of this <laughs> is that my career began before Serena was born. Uh, well, most <laughs> of ours did. yep but she knows a lot in the short amount of time she's been on the planet let me tell you that right now she really does and and uh i'm already beyond impressed you should have your own show and so let's just have a blast because you're really good at this and we've only been doing it uh you know for a couple of minutes here i can already tell it's gonna be already overwhelmed by compliments (laughs) (laughs) um you know what i want to ask aaron and I think your listeners might be interested in this. How did you feel about transitioning, if you think you did, from theater to television work and back again? Do you think it's different work? Great question. Yes, I do. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> Good night, uh, everybody. No. <laughs> next question. Yes. Uh, here is why I think it's different because, and you, you have done this as well. And Serena, forgive me because I'm not as up to speed on your career. And, uh, and so feel free to jump in here whenever uh, you're bored of me talking. But, um, I would say that I, people, you know, you, you would hear from people, no, it's the same thing. You know, it's just size, you know, it's just smaller for the camera. It's the same thing. And, um, I don't think that's true. It's not just size. No. Uh, and it, it just took me the experience of doing it enough. So I was always... I, I loved movies before I loved theater, right? Because I grew up watching more TV and going to the movies before I right. started seeing Broadway shows. And so it was that kind of thing. And then I started performing, obviously, way more on stage than on screen. And so when those worlds came together, I really had a learning curve, like a, a, a pretty big one to really yep. figure out how those two things go together and, uh, and wish that there were, that I had had some kind of class or experience that would have maybe facilitated an easier bouncing back and forth between the two, having yes. not had to sort of figure it all out on my own. But but so yes, and I'm happy to talk more about it. But I, I the, the short answer is I, I do think. Yes. Well, I think training think? programs are starting to show more of the back and forth and understanding the calibration mm-hmm. that one needs to make between the mediums. But what's interesting about your recent role that I watched was <laughs> that you were singing on camera. Was that different too? Um, it's very technical. It so. Scope of performance-wise, no. It wasn't different. That was actually the most theatrical, naturally. Right. But technically, yeah, super different because, yeah, when you're shooting a musical scene on TV, as you may, as you may know, Coco, the, you have to shoot it a number of different ways that are very technically different. They'll say, all the extras have to be completely silent. Uh, we're going to put the sound in a little earpiece in your ear and you're going to sing along to that, or you're going to lip sync along to that. There's like, it, there's so many different mm-hmm. technical things that end up being different than just getting out there and doing your thing, which you do get to mm-hmm. do for a couple takes, but... Some, yeah. And you had another Broadway buddy right there starring with you, too, which was interesting. See, Cot, Corey Cot. Corey Cot. Another <laughs> buddy. Man. And Rachel York. 
Of course. And uh, who else? New York theater peeps. Annie yeah. Golden. I love me some Annie Golden. Who does not love Annie Golden? <laughs> what a quirk. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, was, uh, it was a great, great group of people, and we had a great time. Yeah, I'm glad you got to do that. Wonderful. Thanks for watching it. Yeah. My pleasure. I got excited. My mother watched it too. <laughs> Aaron's going to be on Mom. TV. Let's watch. Yeah. Let's watch that. Yes. At least one episode of that. At, at least. Yeah. Do you have anything you would like to add to this? She ha You don't have any film or television experience yet, Serena. I did one. Oh, uh, tell I was us. Stabbed in, I was stabbed in the woods. Oh. <laughs> Who yeah. wasn't? No. What was that? <laughs> um, I think it was called Dark Souls, not like the video game. Like, it, I think it was about uh, a murder that happened in Germany, and I guess I look like a little German girl. And it, oh. I knew nothing about TV. I just knew that I walked, I had like one shot where I walked um, in the woods, and a cameraman followed, and then a guy grabbed me. And there was another girl there, too, who was a lot younger than me. Um, I play a lot younger than I appear, uh, than well, I, you, than you I am. You do look young, yes. <laughs> um, and, and then we had like an interview, like a, like a interrogation scene where they were just like, what did you, like, what did the man look like? Things like that. And we had to completely improvise it because they didn't hear us. And I had no idea what to do. And I think I had a little more experience than the other girl. So I was like, I don't want to have, like, I was like very nervous because it was my first time. Like, I don't know what to say. And I didn't know, I was just, it was a very nerve-wracking experience. Um, so you improv because, because they were going to put the, the, the German story over it? Yeah, because it was like a documentary. So they said, just improvise what you're saying. And there are these two like men who do TV are in front of me. They've done it before. And they're talking to me. I'm like, okay, we're doing it. Am I doing this right? Because <laughs> like, I had no experience with it. I still um, feel like that when I get on set. Am I doing this right? Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah, don't we all? Yes. Yeah. I found it interesting that you talked about how people always say it's smaller and then theater's bigger because that always had me stumped for so long because then I'd watch myself back. I'm like, I don't even feel like I'm acting. Like, it doesn't look like anything's coming out. And that's when I started realizing that this is very important to, like, anyone who wants to do TV or transition. I think um, TV is more just internal and, like, feeling things rather than having to, like, push them out more than you need to, I guess. Uh, to like hit the back of the stage. Yeah, well, I was always a very self-conscious actor on stage anyway because I was told I was a bad actor basically at at the beginning of my game. You know, mm -hmm. I was basically told you you got a great voice, kid, and and you know you'll do musicals, you'll never do TV and film because you can't act. And it was one of the most like damaging things to hear. And I had played all the leads in the high school musicals and had cathartically, you know, uh, uh, just. Um, game-changing performances in grad school and just I thought I was really good and uh and this was told to me basically by my first agents who uh, I, I then realized were kind of um covering their butts a little bit because they they weren't actually able to get me appointments for television and film and so they just threw it onto the actor oh, well you're just because you're a musical theater actor you know and that whole label and the whole this I really was insecure about wow. about my acting and so then if I was on stage it was like if I wasn't feeling it I wasn't going to share it which in, in, a, in a musical especially it just doesn't help you at all I mean and it took me a really long time to just get over that um and 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 just go on this journey of like what do I 
think it means to be a great actor and all the great, great, greats. I mean, if you watch Michael Caine's camera class, right, which is up on YouTube, go find it. He's like, everything happens like inside where if somebody walks by and thinks that you're acting, then you're doing too much. Just have a conversation <laughs> with um, Michael Caine. And it's like, it's like that, where it's like, if anybody, if anybody thinks you're doing anything more than talking to the person that you're, you know, in an actual conversation, then you're acting way too big. It's, like, it's very small, and it's just eye movements and stuff. And, and that's like the extreme. Like, yes. super tiny acting. Super yes. tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you get out there and you try it. Which, for me, I, I had done a lot. I've been blessed and worked a lot, but not until Filthy Rich, which was, you know, a good season of television, going to work every day, um, and then getting, you know, however much longer it was later when I finally got to watch it and just go, oh, I remember what I thought I was doing in that scene and now what that looks like. And, and for me, it's just, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a craft. You just keep trying to mm-hmm. get better at it. And, uh, the worst thing I think you can do is, is just be in your head and, and be freaked out or thinking about it or whatever. That, mm-hmm. that doesn't help. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, Serena's going to be good at it when she gets a chance to do film and television because I've worked with her a few times on some scenes and you would be very impressed. She's extremely emotionally accessible. It's incredible. It's great. A very emotional person. I cry frequently. <laughs> well, not hard to access we all, that. Serena? Use it. Well, in the past year plus, yes. The answer is yes. Right. But let's talk about something happy like love songs, yes. shall we? <laughs> Sure. I love love songs. Who doesn't? We are doing today, as you know, our show is all about top five lists off of the name uh, (laughs) Take Five. (laughs) Um, And uh, we decided we would do um, top five uh, love songs, Broadway love songs, because Aaron is quite the love song balladeer. Um, I've seen you sing many songs on YouTube preparing for this, and I'm quite impressed. I'm very excited to hear your list. Um, So would you like to start off um, by giving your number five and anything you want to say about it? Sure. Now, I I did not realize it was just Broadway. And and thankfully, a number of my (laughs) top five are Broadway. So I'm looking at my top five now. One, two, three of them are Broadway. I'm going to add four right off the top of my head. That's Broadway. And then... can I think? Of I, a I think I can predict a one that he's going to have on his list. Well, why don't we start with that one? The one that I'll I'm t- predicting? Yeah, I'll tell you what number it is. Um, but, I, but if for some reason the name isn't coming to me, so hang on one second. It's from Bridges of Madison County. Uh huh. And I cannot think of the name of it right now. Well, what's the one it where all he goes, falls come away. with it... me, right? So, so that's actually not on my list, but it was one oh. of my, it was one of my, uh, what do you call it? Like backup, backup. H- honorable options. mentions. Honorable uh, it all mentions. falls, it, it all falls away. Is that the name of it? What's the name of that? It song? all fades away is one of fades them. But that's away. not, that's not <laughs> the one I'm going into my, uh, I'm going into my iTunes. So right my prediction now. was off, but I know that you No, no, that it's song. a, it's a very good prediction <laughs> and, yeah. uh. And I'm now going to say it's wondering. I like wondering. Oh. Um, 
It All Fades Away is, is a great one as well. There's a, that's yeah. just, that's one of the best scores, I think, to come, to come, uh, to come across the stage in the last 10 years, for sure. I, mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. and I think J.R.B. is the man, and someday I would love to work with him. Um, Shik's a Goddess is another honorable mention. Great. There you go. Great uh, love song. So let's say that those tie for number five. How about we just do that? Okay. Fair enough. What about you, Serena? What's your number five? My number five is very much a classic. Um, it is Trolley Song from Meet Me in St. Louis. I just nice. think that's just such a sweeping melody. It's so energized. And I think it's such a good, happy representation of um, what it feels like when you're having that first puppy love and just that kind of feeling of you start picking up on all the sounds and things around you and you remember it so distinctly. Like when you're in a feeling of like excited infatuation and love, you just remember. It's literally a song centered around such a tiny, tiny moment of like her being on a train. I mean, sorry, a trolley. It's called the trolley <laughs> song. And um, them like grabbing hands and like it's just such a sweet way of writing a whole song around the most tiniest moment that she clearly blew up in her head and I think it's so sweet I love I singing love that song so much I sing that piece of that song in in a, in this medley of of Broadway sort of Broadway movie musical hits at the end mm. of uh a, 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 it's like it's either the closing number or close to the closing number of my of my solo concerts and I sing that that exact section of the song I love that song <laughs> Also nice to have an up-tempo love song. Sometimes oh, yeah. that doesn't go together, so that's nice. Nicely done. Yay, number four. Your number four. I have dreamed thee too long, <laughs> never sought thee or sung thee, but dreamt thee with all of my heart. What's it from? Oh, ladies, I'm throwing a, I'm throwing a curveball at the gals here. <laughs> I should know it, right? I'm just Dulcinea, feeling the beautiful singing. Dulcinea, I have sought thee, sung thee, dreamt thee, Dulcinea. No? It's no, called Dulcinea you know, from The Man of La Mancha. Yeah, I was going to say it's Man of La Mancha. I was going to guess that, but I don't know that score well at all, but that's beautiful. I love that song. I was overtaken by the singing. The singing, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm being singing. serenaded. Not doing enough singing out here in Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll do it to you. Los Angeles will get you singing lazy, right? Singing lazy and dry. It's very dry. Oh, yes. Uh, you sang so that song? I played that part in grad school. And, nice. And uh, yeah. had a, had a, a very uh, special experience with that show and that song and that, well that role and just was like, oh, like it all kind of came together for the first time in a big way of like, I think I'm supposed to do this with my life. You decided you were good. You decided you were good at it. Sure. I, it, but it was more that like the, you know, the character climbs the, set, the steps of the prison at the end and, the, and, that, and that door shut and I was at the top of the steps and I had nothing left in me. I had left it all out on stage and I kind of like broke down and, and in like, I was in awe of what I had just done and experienced and was kind of like, this is as good as it gets. Like, if I can yes. do this, this is what I'm supposed to be doing kind of thing. Mm. I love it. I've had that feeling along the way. Keeps us going, right? Yep. Serena, what's your number four? 
My number four um, is changing my major from fun home. Oh, um, nice. I don't know it. I don't know it. Sorry <laughs> to story. I don't know it. It is a treat. It is, it's basically in the show when she's just had sex for the first time and it's with a, uh, another woman in college and it's such like a liberating experience and it's just so sweet because it's, I can't speak for this myself. I have never done anything of the sort. <laughs> but it's something sweet in um, in trying new things and pushing yourself further in like a loving experience. Mm. You'd think like you like I feel like she felt some sort of guilt tied to that, especially with the the, the lesbian aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And it shows the part of when you actually accept that how I think she's very similar to a little kid in the song. Uh-huh. Despite it being such a mature, seen as such a mature experience, she's so giddy and can't stop saying things like, I'm Hercules. She's like, oh, that's so stupid. And she's just like so overwhelmed by this childlike wonder of it. And like, that's why I really love the song. And also it has great lines like um, the fact that she's saying, I'm changing my major to sex with Joan. And then m- me and my dad's favorite line, um, I'll take out a dementedly huge high interest loan. Um, is my favorite line from that song. And it's, I just love what it says about like what I think feeling some of the more mature things of love feels like. It's very much like you're experiencing something like a child again because it's completely yes. new. So and I nice love to that have, song. Nice to have the comedic side of a love yes. song too. Mm-hmm. Beautiful choice. Nice Very choice. Bizarre, number three. Number three would be If Ever I Would Leave You from Camelot. Mm-hmm. Classic. Just classic. Yep. There are so many great love songs, Broadway love songs. We could we could do this. 100%. Do a top 20 <laughs> list. Top 100 list, probably. We could. Yeah. Serena? Um, my number three, I actually switched with my number two in the car here. Um, my number two is On the Street Where You Live. Um, it's a classic. It's from My Fair Lady. I know you all know that just for the audience. Um, <laughs> uh, I just love that song because uh, it's all about like, oh, you're in love and you, you suddenly appreciate smaller things you walk by every day. And it's just such a beautiful, moving song. And I absolutely love it. Nice. I like the angle with which you look at things, Serena. I like it yes. very much. <laughs> it is quite. It is quite. Uh, it is quite wonderful. Thank Number you. two. Thank you both. <laughs> Number two. Yes. Love to me from the light in the piazza. Ah. Yes. Beautiful. That's a beautiful score. Beautiful score. Gorgeous I loved score. that show when Gorgeous I first moment. saw it. That little leaf blowing across the stage. Oh. wrecked me. I was heading to Rome right after seeing that. Oh, how perfect. <laughs> I know. So it's like, <laughs> oh, my heart. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> do you know that score, Serena? Do you know that show at all? I've listened to it um, through once. It's beautiful. I think on, the, on a drive to New York. You could grow into that part. Fun. I could picture you doing that part in a few years. I think Judy's been trying to get me to uh-huh. sing some songs from it. <laughs> I can, yep, I get it. I can see it. What's your number two? <laughs> My number two is the one that has been recently moved up. Um, it is How Could I Ever Know from Secret Garden. This is the love song that always makes me cry, um, no matter where I am. Uh, small plug, I'm going to be in Secret Garden at Annapolis Shakespeare Theater soon. 
as but Mary not the Lennox. musical not the not musical as the, the play i <laughs> um i i am on every single one of the 130 pages within that script and i'm very nervous um but i just i think that song is is beautiful i love the the score and the music in sacred garden and it's i think that's a more mature love compared to some of the other ones like that's a a finite thing like they've experienced it and she's gone and she's reconciling mm -hmm. with him and it's mm -hmm. very beautiful i always mm -hmm. cry <laughs> mm -hmm. well it's the late great rebecca luker who i had the gift of working mm. with yes and uh, uh yeah gorgeous hmm. she has a beautiful voice i i'm very sad i never got the chance to work with her mm -hmm. Alrighty. honorable mentions you want an honorable mention one? before you top number one well, if I loved you from Carousel, mm -hmm. yeah. Soliloquy from Carousel, yeah. West Side Story has so many. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh oh, is that your is that your top? Is West Side Story for your no, top? No, <laughs> but I, I do recommend it. <laughs> um, what else could we say? I mean, How Evan about... Hansen. I just did a tour of Evan Hansen mm. a couple of years ago, and that uh, that there's so many amazing songs in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How about I'll Know from Guys and Dolls? Mm. Great song. Love it. Great song. Could just keep How about song. Love Song from Pippin? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I think Fine. I know Love Song once I hear it. It's, that's groovy, right? It, well, I can't even hum it, but it, it, has, it has a cute little quirky, barely realized we've connected mm. kind of. <laughs> la, 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 la. Like a little, feels like a 1960s. You could hear it on Laughing or something. It's just a special <laughs> little song. Cool. Well, what about your honorable mentions? Um, mine, the first one is No One Else from Great Comet. Um, mm. I hope to play that role someday. Mm -hmm. um, then there is Joanna from Sweeney Todd, another mm -hmm. song I absolutely love. And then uh, I think this one is a very underrated song from Sondheim's uh, stuff, but Sorry Grateful from Company. I love nice. that song, and I yep. never hear anyone talk about it. I think it's so hmm. beautiful. It is. Was that Harry's song? Um, yes, I think, I think that you're sorry, grateful. Yeah, you're always sorry, you're always mm -hmm. grateful. Da 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 the production of company that I was in, that was Stephen Colbert's song. Um, and there was a trio, I believe, of John Cryer and Jim Walton and Stephen Colbert that came in around that. Oh. But that was magic. Mm -hmm. Wait, which which company was that? Was that was that a concert that then went on to be a production? When was that? What was yeah, that? Yeah, Neil, Neil Patrick Harris played Bobby. Yeah, we yeah. Did it oh, the yeah. Philharmonic and... Yes. Yeah. Did, but then it, and, and it was filmed, too? Is that true? Mm -hmm. It was filmed. Cinecast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it. Nice. Remember. I forgot you did that. Yes. Neato. All right. Wait, you're, are you, wait, you're in that recording? I play Paul in that production, yes. I I've seen that. I remember that for some reason. You I've saw, seen them. I saw. Seen them. Did you see it at Avery Fisher? You were no, you probably five you years old. You were five or six no. years old. No, no, you were. You if were it was eight, recorded, I thought I nine. saw the. Rec I 
feel like I've seen the recording if it's the one with Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, it was filmed, beautifully filmed. I need to rewatch it and, and see you because I, I don't know. I didn't know you when I watched it. <laughs> Not when well, I was eight or five. Yes, Did you like no. doing that? Did I like doing that show? It was yeah, the most fun yeah. ever. Yes. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I yeah. remembered it, the correct date of it based on uh, it was it was right before my second child was born and he is uh, now nine so i thought <laughs> yeah I, yeah not so nine years ago so uh serena wow. can do the math uh but no i loved it it was i shared a dressing room with you know four or five of the funniest men on planet earth and got to sing with the new york philharmonic under the mm. baton of paul gemignani and mm. uh work with patty and neil and just the best of the best it was awesome mm -hmm. would we like to move on to our final our final oh, love song drum roll please <laughs> ching till there was you from the music man also excellent choice a shameless plug for my broadway lullabies <laughs> album because oh. of the song that inspired the album because uh, i sing it to my kids Every night when they go to sleep, and it became the the go-to pandemic, help us get to sleep dad song. And then I thought we should Aww. make an album of other Broadway star parents doing their their favorite songs as lullabies for their kids. And then we made this album. So we're streaming on all streaming, uh, Broadway Lullabies, the album, or you can go to broadway-lullabies.com. Ding, 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 ding. Everyone out. listen out. <laughs> That's good. Listen out. I don't know what that means, but go ahead and do it. Sounds good. I'm listening out. Listen out! <laughs> Yay! I love it! Till there was you. That's Serena? Um, my number one, I feel like is a, is a weird pick, but it, it ended up as my number one. It's It Couldn't Please Me More from Cabaret. Um, I don't know why, but... It's just the little love song, but you, you know which one it is, right? The, um, mm -hmm. ah, I can hear the Hawaiian breezes blow. Oh, yeah. Um, I just find it so sweet. Already the fact that it's two little old people finding love. Um, but That's also, what's sweet about it. I just think, as much of Cabaret is, it's like a very goofy song with some more, like, deeper undertones. Um, and just the fact that... It, it, you laugh at the fact that they're she's so like overwhelmed and my head is spinning over a pineapple um yeah. the fact that they wouldn't even eat it they just want to look at it that's so funny to us but like in the moment it's like such a rare thing and it like it's it's such a like she says you could have given me diamonds but this like this is incredible <laughs> it's so sweet and that really shows like how much she means to him and that like moves my heart when that came on I, w I couldn't stop smiling. It's so cute. <laughs> I That's love awesome. it. That That's is awesome. You know, it was funny. Before you came on, Aaron, earlier last week, whatever, and you were asking, Serena at some point was texting me and asking me, is this a love song? Can you remind me what two you, you chose? Because I thought, not in a traditional way, but I would love to hear an argument as to why they are. And I think that anything that you think is a love song is <laughs> because it's the way with which you hear it. What were your two choices that I said that I was I thought were so interesting? It was mostly just because they involved love somewhere in a topic, but they weren't nice love songs. It was losing my mind and, and we do not belong together. 
Um, right. But I, I wasn't sure if I'd necessarily consider them love songs, but I, I wanted to know how broad we were going. <laughs> what? You set the rules. It's your show, kiddo. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I liked those both. And, and uh, there's so many songs that we could talk about. Coco yeah. and Serena, do you guys have like a go-to love song for auditions? Uh, I'm um, not asked to sing love songs much, I must admit. Come on. <laughs> that's not, that's not I, my wheelhouse, really. I think mine are traditionally, they were both on my list. I think it's No One Else and Trolley songs. They fit within around my age range and my voice type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Aaron, any of the songs that you that you mentioned, do you have those in your go, in your go-to for love songs? Or you don't even have to you sing from the show. You but when you go to an audition, you don't sing from your book anymore. That doesn't exist, right? Yeah, not really. I mean, I would I would I I was remembering of when like what my go-to love songs were when I was when I was you know, had 17 a, the, the book no i wish i'd started when i was 17 i was i was 25 when i was getting going but yeah, but i over sang the over the hill man already washed out <laughs> i had uh i had a song that was cut from showboat that any listeners uh who are interested should use this tune it's called i have the room above her and it's so charming and it's so cute and it's just about um She's Write tall, she's fair, she's all that I desire. Her eyes, her hair, <laughs> are the kind I most admire. I love her more impetuous than I would say, you say, or know the reason why. But when I get my chance, I let my chance go by. I have the room above her. She doesn't know I love her. How can she know I love her? Sitting in the room below, sitting in the room below. How can she know how far a dream can go? Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> so good and it's so pretty and it's so cute and at the end the guy's basically just like she goes and she goes up to her room and i go sadly down to mine boom oh it's so cute like this guy just pining after this or it's the other way around she goes down Mm -hmm. this guy just pining after this girl who lives below him Mm -hmm. i like it i think uh i think another one I just remembered that I, I often use, and I think more people should. Well, actually, I take that back because I don't want people to No one should. <laughs> um, no, no, no. It's an awful song. Never use it in your auditions. <laughs> um, it only works when I do it. It's, That's right. It's, it's, it's what more do I need from Saturday night. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. I enjoy That's a good doing one. that one. That suits yeah. you. I like it. I used to do all the classics, man. It was younger than springtime. Makes sense. You would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People be like, you can't sing that song. Everybody does that song. And I'm like, well, I'm going to sing. I love it. If you do it well, if you do it like Aaron Lazar, you can go ahead and do it. (laughs) There's there's the bumper sticker. Yep. (laughs) It's long for a bumper sticker, but yes. (sighs) All right, let's play a game. Game time. Game time. Game time. time. Party time. Excellent. (laughs) Serena time. (laughs) Aaron, I welcome you. To games with Coco. <laughs> they, have na- they, have na- they named the segment Games with Coco. I want you to know. Well, why, why wouldn't they name it that? Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. By the way, if it was called anything else, I'm not playing it. Yes! Okay. All right. All right. Let's play. Today we are playing 
Broadway, according to Wikipedia, as always, until we find another game that satisfies. <laughs> oh, but I, I've, I've come up with some others. We've got some others. Okay. We have some others. There brewing. are more coming. Coco's like, I would like my name taken off of this game. <laughs> <laughs> I could play this game for hours. Let's go. Okay. As you know, we take little excerpts from Wikipedia, and I give them little hints, and they try to guess what musical I am talking about. Shall we begin? Hey. Yes, would, and so Aaron, do you want to play as a team, as opposed to against each other? Oh, I would, I'm going to be so bad at this, so yes. <laughs> Great, and, I love it. Let's yes, play, we'll please. play together. Okay, your first hint. This show has been called The Perfect Musical. Oh, wow. Well, it's, it's Music Man. No. <laughs> that's, your, that's your choice. <laughs> no, that's being called The Perfect, the perfect Musical. <laughs> I'm going to say the perfect musical is Gypsy. No. West Side Story. No. Let's uh, ask for a second clue, Aaron. Okay. Is that how it works? Yeah. We don't just keep stabbing in the dark here. No. That, yeah, right. Exactly. This is from the synopsis. Character A sees himself as a kind-hearted man who merely cannot get along with women. It's company? Company? I was about to no. say <laughs> No, I was. I literally the words were coming out of our mouths at the same time. You have another guess of a kind-hearted man who cannot get along. Get along with women. Nine. No. Oh, that's good. That was good. He's not so kind-hearted, but that was good. He gets Um, along with a lot of women, doesn't he? (laughs) Yeah, and he's not kind. So yeah. Okay. Um, kind-hearted man who just can't get along with women. The perfect It's the musical. perfect musical. It's how he this sees a, himself. This is a hard it's one, Serena. Mm-hmm. It's how he sees himself. Yeah. That's interesting. I will let you know, my dad was able to get, guess this. Um, right now? From those two, <laughs> by, this, by the second hint, he was. I was very surprised. Wow, good job, it's Dan Parrish. It's the Phantom of the Opera. No, no, <laughs> was last episode. <laughs> I actually, was I was going to get, except uh, I had ones prepared specifically for you and specifically for Eddie, but then we kept, they kept guessing them too fast. And so, so we had to use yours last night. I had Phantom of the Opera night. and my token person at the end of it was going to be like, of who was in the show, I was going to say Aaron Lazar. <laughs> oh, very cool. <laughs> I would have given it right away. Okay, Listen, we're um, doing a good job of throwing out musicals that arguably mm-hmm. could be called the perfect musical. Though. Correct. Well, and I would have said Drowsy Chaperone is the perfect musical, but it's, that's, that's just our opinion, yeah. right? Okay, so wait, I want to go back to this. this. Could you say clue number two again, please? Yes. Character A. Character A sees himself as a kind-hearted man who merely cannot get along with women. It really does sound like company. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, nothing. Dad knows, but da- Dan knew. I'm, I'm, uh, okay. No, Dan knows a lot. Don't get me wrong. But okay, let's go for number three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Eh, he knows what he knows, but he knows he what knows he knows. He, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, this is a lyric. Hark, a bell is ringing. They are springing forward. Look, it has begun. It's Brigadier. No. Phineas Rainbow. No. The that word, was last, last night, night, too. That the was word last night, too. is not in any other musical I refuse yeah, to believe. Yeah, right. Hark <laughs> could maybe be in, in Once Upon a Mattress. Hark might be in Camelot. Hark could be there, right? Both great ideas. Serena? But not at all nope. right. No. You're successfully stumping the <laughs> wait, at-home Wait, well, wait, why, wait, why don't we know? Why don't we know this? 
Because we're stupid, Coco. We're not smart <laughs> people. <laughs> we are you went to Duke University, for goodness sake. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. I'm Coco's usually refusing. really good at this. What, what do you think people know. would describe as a perfect musical? We've said all 10 that we think are perfect. Girl, we have listed about 15 musicals that are perfect. Perfect. Uh, well, let's go for the next clue. Let's just okay. do it. Live on the edge. The musical opened to unanimously glowing reviews, one of which said, don't bother reading this review now. You'd better sit right down and send for those tickets. That doesn't help us. Hamilton. No. <laughs> That's not going to help us. No, uh, that doesn't. But that doesn't help us, but let's go for it anyway. All right, so. Rave, rave. You said very, Gypsy already, right? It's very. Yeah, popular. that's the perfect musical. Yeah, and it's not about a guy, though. No, Character there's very a. few guys in there. This musical Character has a. been mentioned, all, not within this game, but earlier in this oh. podcast. Oh, oh, man. Well, it's not Guys and Dolls. It's not Man of La Mancha. It's not Bridges. It's not Bridges. It's not Dear Evan Hansen. It's not... It's not Sweeney Todd. You... It's not Sweeney Todd. It's not... It's not Fun, fun Home. home. <laughs> it's not... It's not... Uh, oh, Secret it could Garden. Be Secret Garden. No. Oh, come on. That's a good one. It is, a, not, it is a good one. But, but, but it doesn't fit with all the clues. That's, no. I, it's I a perfectly know, lovely doesn't music. get along with women. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's a wife. Um, he doesn't get along maybe, well maybe you were in it. Oh, what do we have? A, what do we read from your list? We read Oklahoma. We read Les Miserables. We read Cherish It's Not Mamma Mia. It's not Mamma Mia. Um, Would you like? It's not. It's usually Susical. When in doubt, it's Susical. <laughs> but that's not this now either. Listen, listen. Uh, I am not a person who gives up. You got to give us one more clue. And for one all you hit. folks out there listening who've already we are sorry. six clues We are ago, sorry. <laughs> just, you got to deal with it, people. All right? Okay. Hang in. Okay. This Who's in it? Who started this it? This is a star, Eliza Doolittle. Oh, well, my fair lady. That's not, that's not a star. That's the name of a character. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, wow. We really missed it. And you're right. It was mentioned. And you're right. It, it could be uh, a, a perfect... Uh. That's how musical. he's. It's too long for me. I think what I really threw me is character A, because I thought the Wikipedia. I was too literal. I'm like, oh, <laughs> is it one? Of, is it like some weird two-person show where character? No, a and character oh B? no, 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 no. no. She just didn't want to tell you Henry Higgins. Blah, I know. Blah, blah. She, that's why I said I'm a stupid guy. I'm just not smart. And uh, yeah. are you willing to play one more round? I mean, no. we 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 have to play another round to to just. I have I have many to that go. round never happened. Listen, I think we've got one more in us. Let's try yeah, one more. One, one more. Let's and don't give it to us a super easy one just to make us feel good. Yeah, that'll <laughs> make us feel worse. Okay. Yeah. This, no charity. Uh, this is a review. Not a U E an I E W. Ah. <laughs> Just want to be clear. Okay. Naggingly recalls the cold, futuristic milius of movies like Modern Times and Metropolis, in which machines rule the universe, and, and featured songs that sounded not unlike what you might hear in sing-along hour in a pre-K class. Oi, they. Oh, woohoo! Starlight Express. No. 
I think Strahan Express has shown up in one of our shows before. Yeah. Uh, um, we learned wow. it's popular in Germany. <laughs> so we Metropolis? Right, right, right. There was a show called Metropolis, right? No. Uh, well, probably, but it's, 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 it's not that. It's using a movie. I, I, that's such, so much, so many words were there. And I think milieu was in there, but it might have been mispronounced. So I, I'm not sure if you, did you say something about milieu? Maybe. It's okay. No, that's without judgment. <laughs> As we already know, I mispronounced I, my whole life. I've been pronouncing the Olivier, the Olivier Awards, Awards, the Oliver Awards. Hey, honest <laughs> mistake. It's, and guess it's what? Endearing. We've all got to learn stuff along the way, right? That's right. <laughs> okay, something about a milieu based on movies. Were there movies that we were referencing there? Metropolis um, and something else. It's not based on, but it's uh, homage. Uh, naggingly recalls the cold futuristic the word you said of movies like so it's similar oh. it like very all right so it's fu- it's a futuristic cold show of some kind that has a yeah i don't pre-K know any class. futuristic musicals with kindergarten scores i don't know any futuristic musicals period other than starlight express whatever that no we probably do we're just not realizing that we do we'll go on to the second clue please this is from the synopsis character a eludes the vent uh, yeah. Character A eludes the vengeful customer by joining a song and dance act. He becomes the center of the show and earns more than enough in tips. Oh, what is happening so, to me tonight? So, so this I have show, been in this show. Yeah, this show, this show is not futuristic. This show right. is like, the future was like 1990 or something. Or 1970. Uh, like, this, this show is older. So. This show is older but it was about and so we were looking ahead right so we were thrown by that first clue because so like a 1984 sort of I'm other blockhead um hmm. so character a becomes the star of the vaudeville show the song and dance routine what, what happens yep character a eludes a vengeful customer by joining a song and dance act he becomes the center of the show and earns more than enough tips Right. Well, a song and dance act with eluding customers. It's something, I mean, I, only, I was in a show, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. There's a song and dance show in there, and that mm-hmm. was fun. It's not that. American uh, in Paris, it's focus not that. Focus on, it has, it mentioned uh, heavy emphasis on machines and yeah. bad lyrics, as it stated. Machines and it bad lyrics. It thinks it's bad lyrics. The Earth is being eaten by machines. Not yeah, my it. problem. What musical? Don't know. Celebration. <laughs> oh, nice. I did that um, in grad school. It's the only reason I know that. That's obscure, too. Wait, obscure. but Serena just told us that she did this musical. Where the hell is this musical being done? Tell us where that was being done. Yes, in your let's high play school? a little Wikipedia. Community theater. <laughs> wow. Community theater. Uh, all right, I am officially going to do something I said I wasn't going to do and give up. I am not no, no, good no. at this game. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Defer I, 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 all choices to you, Coco. Okay, let's go on. We need to go on. Lyrics. The winds of night so softly are sighing, soon they will fly your troubles to sea. Yeah. Does that help? All right. Next <laughs> one. <laughs> Coco's it, getting angry. It's only, it's the only helped once. Come on. <laughs> okay. It Last is based. Clue. Last clue. It, there's two more. One is just okay. a person. It is based on the 1968 film of the same name. Yeah, right. Okay. That's why I said Metropolis. Yeah, it was I good. Thought that I was mean, a heck of a guess. But it was a. It was. It, and, and I see where you're going. 1968 film. 
All right, give us the last clue, please. Dick Van Dyke. Oh, now it's just that is this that is the <laughs> final sword thrust that just yeah, adds the insult to injury. Because it's not Bye Bye Birdie, <laughs> so huh? It's not Mary Poppins. <laughs> Wow, we both knew that one. <laughs> I would never have gotten there, but we know it. At least we know it. You know what, Serena? You are really good at this game. <laughs> and I am really bad at it. So if you, in, in your future podcasting, wherever it goes, if you ever need somebody to get their ass kicked to somebody who needs to like have an easy win, you call me, <laughs> and I'm coming in. For the Coco game, what is it called? Games, Coco's Games, Coco. Games with Coco. Coco. And I'm there to be your complete rube, man. Just, just <laughs> set great. me up. I'll be the guy that just, just, I'll just, I don't even have to play it being dumb. It just happens so naturally. It comes easily to you. So oh, well, easily. guess what? I, I am usually far better at it than I was tonight. Is I'm that surprised. fair to say? Surprise, Coco. Me too. <laughs> You know, I, I, I am I am that guy though that like I don't I I know the melodies to so many like I learned you know how they say you either you're a melody or a lyrics person. I'm like a melody yes. guy. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. similarly with this kind of thing, like my encyclopedic knowledge of anything goes out in one ear and out the other as soon as the test is over. It's like I got uh, the short term yes. memory yes. for the thing. And so it's not that we don't love and adore or know these shows, but the facts, man, those things go. <laughs> and the angle with which she te- gives us the facts sometimes are intentionally sending yeah, us Yeah, I see why you got cast as that German girl in the woods, man. That was, yeah, me too. That was dark and very, very challenging. <laughs> and not that it was cruel. It was a little bit cruel. And I think you enjoyed it, which is, which is why you got typecast. <laughs> As the girl in the woods. Erin, thank you for joining thank us and doing so this. Listen, ladies, you know, I can't tell you what a pleasure it was. It was super fun. I was. I, I never like going out on, on a painful loss at a game. It's not, it's not, but, you it's know, ca- sometimes. It's character building. That's right. You got to eat the humble pie, and that's okay. That means I got to come back for a future episode of uh, the Serena talk show and take five and um and i look forward to it again but in the meantime uh serena a pleasure to meet you coco i miss you dearly you look fantastic and it was wonderful to spend some time with you yes i will head to the kissing kissing the microphone this time (laughs) um alrighty keep me posted on how i can uh support the uh the show and and all that good stuff do one more plug of your album, just so people can rem- remind them one more time. Broadway Lullabies, iTunes, Spotify, or Broadway-lullabies.com. Hear it out. What was the thing you said, Coco? Listen out. Listen out, Listen out. Listen out. Listen out. Hashtag listen out. All right, ladies. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good night. And all right. Let's take five. Let's take five. <laughs>